She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. And I'm so excited to introduce to you a guy named Bill Vogel, and he is a certified health and longevity coach. One of the things he loves to say is that you are the CEO of your own health and nobody else. And I love that. He specializes with people who are 50 and older, and he also specializes with men, but it doesn't mean even though we do have a lot of ladies listening, hopefully you can listen to this. You will get something out of it. And if you're married, you can teach your husband something about it. So Bill, welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, Happy to be here. This is great. So let's talk a little bit about your own personal journey and what brought you to going into helping other people with their health. Sure, sure. Well, going back, my prior career was uh, I was in uh, sold high ticket computer software, some of the big companies out there did that for 35 years and kind of got to the point where time to do something else. And uh uh, an event happened to me, like happens to a lot of people in the health and longevity business, is that there's a, uh, a kind of a come to Jesus meeting. And mine was my uh, stepdaughter had a, a re- an event, family event, and we were taking a, a group picture. And the photographer said, hey, sir, can you please button your suit coat for the picture? And I had gained a, a good amount of weight since then, and I couldn't button it. And he said it about five times. And then in that group also was my wife's ex-husband. So you imagine how bad that is. <laughs> so I went home that night. That was my come to Jesus moment. And I got on the scale. I had never weighed myself. And I'm 6'6", so I'm a pretty tall guy. But uh, I weighed 297, and uh, which I, I didn't have a, a pot belly or anything like that. It was just everywhere. And I got bigger and bigger and got up to XXL size. So I went home that night. I scoured the Internet, and I looked up certain things that I thought would help me personally in my my health journey and one of those was intermittent fasting and the other one was you know uh, cutting down on on sugar on grains and on starch too so I, I dropped about 75 pounds less than a year so it went off quite quickly um, so I kept that weight off everything's great then five years ago I found out uh, through a routine uh, just annual health exam for my doctor that my white blood cell count was was kind of through the roof. And uh, they checked it out, more tests, more tests, and they found that I had uh, leukemia and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma cancers. And uh, so I went through six months of chemotherapy. But one of the things I mentioned to you earlier was, uh, before we got on here, was that uh, I had listened to a podcast from a gentleman named Walter Longo, and he said uh, he had heard there's a lot of promise in uh, people getting chemo to fast 24 hours before. And I figured, what do I got to lose? So I did it. And so I had six months of treatment coming up. So after one treatment, I came back the next week just to check in. And the doctor said, you know, the 15 tumors that I had in my neck, which were, it was unbelievable. He said, they're all visibly gone. And he's like, what did you do? And I'm like, well, I listened to Walter Longo and I tried it out. I fasted and it looks like it worked. But amazingly, you would think the doctor would say, hey, give me this guy's name. I want to read about this. This is great. Maybe we could use this for other, other clients, other patients. Never talked about it anymore. It was just, you know, that a lot of those doctors are in the old school, 
you know, nothing, they don't want to try anything new, but here he has personal evidence of someone who intermittent fasted for 24 hours and got fantastic results. He'd never seen anything like that before in one week of uh, treatments. So, you know, very, uh, very, very disappointing. But, uh, but I talked to lots of people uh, on my website and, and uh, my uh, communications, Facebook pages, Twitter, and so forth. But uh, I tell them all about it. So if you're going to do this, this is something you might want to try. So I did that for every single treatment. And I've been cancer-free now for five years, not even a glimpse of cancer coming back at all. So, uh, and, and kept the weight off. So uh, obviously, I have a great incentive with having, having cancer. There's no cure to, to keep my health up and keep keep things going real well. But uh, so actually a number of years ago, being in this health and longevity, uh, reading lots of books, podcasts and so forth, uh, I, my wife said to me, hey, why don't you consider being a health and longevity coach? Because you know this stuff, you know, you've lost the weight, you've gone through cancer. That's a lot of people out there in that 50 and over group. So we, I decided on that, that area, 50 and over men and women uh, and, and, and go at that. So I've been doing that since and I do uh, what I do is I do one on one coaching with people. Actually, I have people all over the country that I work with and uh, we set up an initial plan and then we uh, we meet every week on Zoom and, uh, and see their progress. You know, what have you done last week? What do you what's what's on the card for next week? And uh, what I try to do is really small, reasonable changes for these for these folks, because some of these folks are they're not look, trying to lose the last 15. They're trying to lose the last 50 or 125. So we, I can't throw the kitchen sink at them in one shot. So we make small, reasonable steps. And usually the first step I, I do is, is around intermittent fasting. Uh, what I do is I said, when you finish eating dinner, let's say six o'clock, kitchen's closed. That's it. No more eating, no Doritos, no ice cream, cookies, cakes, pies, nothing after dinner. So that and then getting them to get out and walk after dinner for 30 minutes. That's that's a small, two small, reasonable steps. And that's the kind we, we kind of build on that build up new habits and really creating a new lifestyle because this is not a short term Weight Watcher, Jenny Craig, Nutrisystem type of thing. This is the rest of your life. And this is what I've been personally doing for about 11 years now. And it's uh, and it works. And I have clients that have lost 50, 75 pounds doing this. And and uh, one of them, good example, is my favorite mother-in-law. And she's going to be 77 this year. And she was and she doesn't mind me talking about it uh, at all. But she was uh, a five nine. She was two hundred forty one pounds, and she had a walker, and she was obese, frankly, and she couldn't move around. She was depressed, and she was just waiting for a fall to break her hip, and she'd be done, frankly. And uh, so, what I did was I told my wife, I said, "Hey, let's bring your mother in here to live with us for a month, because she lives remote, uh, remotely from here." And uh, so, I won the son in law of the year uh, award for that one. But I brought her in and we I got her on the intermittent fasting. I got her on the right nutrition. We got her walking every day. And initially she could barely, we're in a high rise and she could barely walk from the hallway with a walker to the elevator and back without being winded. And by the time she left in a month, she was walking around the block twice. So now she's she's down from 241 to about 186, I think. So she's lost about 60, uh, 55 pounds, 65 pounds or so. And uh, she's, she's still got a little ways to go, but she's turned around. She's a happy person now. She's got a great outlook on life. And uh, it's amazing what, you know, getting yourself in optimal health can do for your for your whole life, really, and your outlook. So that's, uh, you know, some of the things I've done. And uh, the thing for me personally is in the software business for 35 years, it was a job, made, made good money doing it, never passionate about it. But this 
I'm passionate about and I care one person at a time. And I'm, I'm trying to make a difference in people's lives. And it's not it's not a hard to do. Just got to follow the formulas, whether it's uh, nutrition or intermittent fasting. You got to stay on board and you do it. And it, it does work. Hey guys, I want to tell you about a product that I'm completely obsessed with right now. It's called Buy Optimizers, and one of them is called Magnesium Breakthrough. And the reason why I love it so much is because it has all seven forms of magnesium in one bottle. It literally upgrades virtually every function in your body, like helps you with your sleep, helps you with stress, which I'm under a lot of stress right now, working a lot. And then the second one is called Masszymes, and it's a really potent enzyme blend for digestive function. And so we literally did a test with this. It was so cool with steak. And then we put the masszymes in there and it literally broke down the steak. So if you're like getting tired after you're eating, you need this because it will optimize your digestion and really help you with absorption and absorbing those nutrients. So I have really good news. If you go to magbreakthrough.com slash Chantel Ray, that's magbreakthrough.com slash Chantel Ray, you will get a discount code. You've got to try it. I love it. I want to talk to you about your white blood cell count. Do you remember like what your white blood cell count number was and what they kind of said to you? Yeah, I think it was 33,000. And right now mine is 5,000. But so it, it was off off the charts. And, and most people at 33,000 are, are probably in the hospital. And I was feeling fine. I didn't even have a flu. And it was, it, and that's one of the other thing, things I tell my clients is the first thing I want you to do is I generally recommend uh, health and wellness doctors more than kind of the regular primary doctors because I want them to do a detailed blood test, get in, the, in there, look at their hemoglobin A1C, their vitamin D, their uh, uh, omega-3, uh, you know, every, every triglycerides, HDL and so forth, all that stuff to get into that. Uh, and that's how I found out just by a routine exam. And thank you, God, I found out early because if I found out much later, I could have been sick and, you know, I may not be around. So that's, that's a huge difference for me. So two times in my life, I have gotten blood work done. Um, and they were around the time where I had a knee, my knee, I've had a lot of problems with it and it kind of fills up with fluid. And two times they had done, they, what they do is they take the fluid from your knee and basically get it evaluated. And then they also take, they also needed to take my blood and they got that evaluated for all kinds of different things. So I went and got it done and I will never forget it. I, both of them were like three years apart. And the first time I went and they, the lady said to me, Chantel, she was like, I want you to sit down. Um, your white, and I don't even remember what it was, but she was like, your white blood cell count is so outrageous. She's like, it, it's probably cancer. She's like, I just want to warn you, but she's like, sometimes it's like a fluke, you know, da, 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 da. Sometimes it's high because your body's like fighting some kind of infection at that time. So we always like to take another one to see. So I, at that time decided to do a three-day water fast. So I did a three-day water fast 
And then she had me come back like the following week to do. And I wanted to, at the time my knee was inflamed. So I was like, I need to do a water fast anyway, you know, just get myself together. Did the three day water fast, came back. And she was like, you know, I don't know. Your white blood cell count is completely fine. It must've been some kind of fluke. Um, you don't have cancer at all and it's fine. And I was like, okay. And I didn't like, I literally did not put two to two together. About two years ago, the same exact thing happened. I mean, it was like literally exact the same. It was a different doctor, same exact scenario. Took fluid out of my knee, took blood work, blah, blah, blah. Chantel, uh, you know, we've got some very disturbing news with your white blood cell count. Same thing. I then did another three-day water fast. I did it again. They're like, I don't know. It must be some kind of fluke. Now that you just said that, it, it kind of dawned on me before, but now I'm like, I bet you anything, my body had some, maybe some beginning traces of some kind of cancer. Cell. Who knows? I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is that from my personal experience, I did that two times and they said, mm-hmm. I, we have no idea. That is the strangest thing. Must be some crazy fluke. But I think that the fasting must have had something to do with it each time. I, I, I think so. I think so. I think it's, uh, you know, we, uh, I, you know, hundred times more about fast uh, about intermittent fasting than I do, but, you know, going back to, you know, the beginning of human times, people were, were fasting more out of necessity because they would, you know, maybe catch something, eat it, and it might be three more days until they, they, they find something again. So, but that's how, you know, humans evolved in that way. And I, I think our bodies are conditioned and want to fast, to, to, you know, just to clean ourselves out and, uh, you know, whether it's from water or from, from food, like personally I do, uh, and my clients, we do uh, 16, eight normally. And then on Monday, Mondays after the weekend, I do a complete, I eat dinner at Sunday night and don't eat till Monday night. So I do I a 24 that. hour fast. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you get, I've done it sometimes for a few days in a row and you get a little bit of a high actually, believe it or not, and, and, and kind of an energy that you don't get anywhere else when you, when you do it and it, it, it works. You know, yeah, people and- think it's impossible. I, I can't possibly not eat. I mean, people in our culture, as you know, they eat from the moment they wake up to the moment they go to bed. And that is not good stuff. And that's why we're in the situation we are with uh, people in poor uh, metabolic health in this country. It's just it's sad. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be uh, our medical system won't be able to handle what's going on with type two diabetes, heart disease and so forth. So. But uh, yeah. I want I want to mention to you, too, about uh, testosterone uh, after my chemo, especially my testosterone for a guy. It's supposed to be on a four to eight hundred or nine hundred number. And uh, mine was below one hundred because the chemo had just wiped out my testosterone. And it's not just for what you would think testosterone. I mean, it's it's critical to your body, the brain, the heart, circulatory system, your the functioning of your organs, everything. And mine was incredibly low. So I actually started eating food, foods that helped me, but I also had to get some, uh, get some supplements. So some, I, I give myself a shot to keep it up there uh, because the, the chemo is, is, is basically poison put in your body. And, you know, that's the only choice you have at that point. Right. So you do what you got to do and there's going to be some offsetting things that happen. And that was, and I also got that through a blood test too. They're like, Whoa, your testosterone is off the charts low. And uh, not good stuff. So, 
Yeah. So one of the things that I, I mean, I have literally done so much research about fasting, like it's just crazy, but it literally is just study after study that shows that fasting activates your stem cells of the immune system. Mm -hmm. It renews and repairs themselves when you fast and it fasting not only reduces the damage to the cells, it helps reduce your white blood cells and replaces the damaged ones. So it's like, if you go, I mean, even studies from like places that are not into functional and health medicine, like even Harvard and stuff like that, where they're like, so, you know, kind of more into pharmaceuticals and stuff like that can't deny, like the studies are just unbelievable about what fasting does. So let's talk about some other things that you suggest. So men after 50, what do you suggest for them? Because it's proven that men's testosterone goes down every year after 30, really, you know, it just keeps going down, 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 down. So what are some things, some natural things that people can do and some other things that they can do to increase their testosterone level? Yeah, I, I think in, in two, well, there's a bunch of different areas. Uh, w- with my clients, I, I focus on nutrition, um, movement, could be going to the gym, could be walking, could be a number of other things. Uh, some supplements, certain supplements, uh, hydration, sleep management, and breathing. So those are the those are really the key areas that that I work with. And in my particular case, for most of my clients, what works on the nutrition side is is lowering their sugar intake. That's a that's a really really important uh, uh, factor. You know, people are are getting these days fatty liver disease. You know, it used to be more uh, liver disease used to be more on alcoholism, but now it's what it's sugar metabolizes as fat in your liver, and before you know it, you're not you're not in good shape. And even some people are absolutely visible. You can see they have a belly and other people are are kind of uh, skinny on the outside and fat on the uh, inside. So the Sophie people. So, uh, so again, what I recommend is, is, is low, low sugar, low grains, low starch, uh, more, more protein and fat for my clients. And uh, most of my clients actually eat two or three meals a day uh, and they don't snack. So the food is satiating enough where, like my mother, my mother-in-law, back to a, a woman example, she never snacks now. She says, you know, she'll have, she might have uh, yogurt with blueberries for breakfast. She might have some eggs. And she says, I'm not even hungry till lunchtime, sometimes after. So really cutting down on the, so keeping down to three meals, so you're not eating in between meals. And then after dinner, you're not eating at all. And that that gives your your body more time to digest the food. And uh, especially at nighttime, too, which is really important. You don't want to be a lot of people eat just before they go to bed. And then that food is, is sitting in their system and it makes it more difficult to sleep because the digestion process is, is starting right when people go to bed, which which is not good. Uh, some other key components I have are uh, hydration. So making sure you're drinking enough water during the day sounds simple. But people I, I have to bug my clients. That, Did you drink a you know, a good amount of water this morning and, and afternoon. Some of them just forget and, and your body needs that hydration. Uh, sleep management too, uh, making sure that, you know, that again, don't eat before going to bed. Um, you know, try to turn off your computer, your television about an hour before you go to bed. Uh, I also recommend to my clients to take magnesium to help them out with their, their sleep. And so there's minimal interruptions in their sleep. So they get good REM sleep, deep sleep and so forth. Um, 
and, and trying to get a, go to bed, get up at the same time every day. That that's that's real important too. One of the things I, I I recommend to these folks too is when you get up, try to after they get a little bit more into the program, is to do some exercise, whether that's resistance bands or go to their local gym or walk for thirty minutes in the morning. And I when I go to the gym myself, I go fasted all the time. I never I have maybe a black coffee and that's about it. And I recommend that also to my clients. Don't don't eat anything. I keep trying to push them back later and later. Some people say, well, I eat at 730 in the morning and I'm like, OK, for week one, let's try. Let's make that 830. Let's push it back. So I try to get them back to 10 o'clock. And some of my clients just actually fast right through breakfast and don't eat till lunchtime. Um, and, I, you know, again, the supplement piece is very important, making sure you're you're up on things like vitamin D. I, I read a study with uh, I actually heard a study with Mark Hyman. Dr. Mark Hyman, and he said, in the United States, not one single person died with a vitamin D level below 50, which is amazing, yeah, of all the all the COVID people. So there's just crazy stuff that people just, we can't get the supplements anymore from the, from the uh, fruits and vegetables we eat, the ground, the minerals are just depleted. So it's, uh, the other thing I recommend to my clients too is, is eating organic whenever possible. So it's not sprayed with Roundup, any of those chemicals going in there. Uh, same thing with if they eat chicken or beef or pork to try to get, uh, especially with beef, get get uh, grass-fed beef. So, you know, cows are forced to eat. I'm sure you've seen the videos on a corn. They're not designed to eat corn. They stick their heads out. And it's really inhumane what they do rather than grazing and eating grass like a cow was born to do. So I, I, all these things really added up. Um, uh, are, are part of getting to optimal health and get, getting to good metabolic health too. And uh, really, I, I have things. I have uh, health span and lifespan. Lifespan is you know from the beginning to the very end when you die. But the health span is is really how long in your life are you healthy enough to do things like play with the grandchildren, take a take a trip somewhere with your spouse, and and be able to walk and take a tour. Just simple things that people over fifty can't do anymore. And it's it's very sad. And they, you know, um, I, I have a number of clients who are type two diabetics and, and type two diabetes really is, is a lifestyle disease. Unlike type one, which you're, you're born with, basically type two is, you know, where, you know, because of the things you've done primarily in your life, you are where you are right now. And that can be reversed. Also, it's been proven by many studies to reverse that type two diabetes and heart disease, too, just by, you know, intermittent fasting nutrition, et cetera, et cetera, all, all the stuff that I talk about. So it's yeah, just a matter of, of changing the habits and changing your lifestyle. You have to really make a commitment. Hey guys, I really want you to join our Intermittent Fasting and OMAD Facebook group. We're doing tons of giveaways right now for posting your before and after pictures and just for posting a question in there. We're giving away free protein shakes, some digest aid, all kinds of fun stuff. So please join our Intermittent Fasting and OMAD Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. Yeah, one other thing that really does has been shown to, um, improve your testosterone levels is red light therapy. And I actually do red light therapy about, um, four to five times a week. Um, I have one at my house, but I also go to this place called restore cryotherapy. And when I'm there, I have like one of those monthly memberships where you can, you know, kind of go whenever you want. Um, but it, 
really does make an impact. Um, I've kind of seen it for myself and I know several guys that do the red light therapy yeah, and it really yeah, does I, help that testosterone. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have one myself in our other bedroom here that I use. Um, and I, I, you know, I live in, I live in St. Petersburg, Florida. So I think this is actually the sunniest city in east of the Mississippi. So we don't have a lot of problem with sun, but I still use it myself on, on probably every other day or so for about 15, 20 minutes. Um, you know, the other thing I, for, I forgot, to, forgot to mention was, uh, I'm sorry about my dog friends there. Okay. Um, I use a, a, we have a, I luckily enough to live in a, a building where we have a sauna and jacuzzi and so forth. So I go to the sauna twice a day. I do it after my workout and I do it about two or three o'clock in the afternoon for about 20 minutes and it gets up somewhere between 175 and 195 degrees. So I use that every day too, to, you know, sweat out the toxins. And, and, uh, uh, I've heard, uh, uh recently Rhonda Patrick, uh, another doctor talking about the huge benefits of, of using a sauna in terms of an increased lifespan and health span too. Um, yeah, I'm a huge advocate of sauna. I have two different ones in my house. I have one that's the individual sauna. And then I do have the dry sauna or the infrared sauna that has multiple people that can fit in it. I go about three times a week, maybe four. Um, but ideally I love what you just said, like going in twice, oh, twice in a day. That's like, I mean, jackpot. Cause like you said, like getting all those toxins out of your body is definitely the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I, uh, uh, have one of these little whoop uh, things here, but I track my uh, heart rate. And when you get up into the sauna, it, your heart rate goes up dramatically because of the heat in there. And it's actually the, the doctors and studies say it's like almost like a mini workout because it's raising your heart level heart rate so much that it's like you've done actually gone to the gym or run or something like that. Just, just sitting in there. So it's uh, amazing stuff. They're finding out. I love a quote that you have on your website. You put, we cannot start over, but we can begin now and be make a new ending from Zig Ziglar. And I love that quote because I think a lot of people just are like, yeah, well, I, you know, I'm not doing that. And they just kind of give up. But I think, you know, getting yourself to the place where you say, I want to feel better. I want to live a, you know, more of a primal paleo ancestral lifestyle where mm -hmm. it's not a diet, but I know that in order for me to eat what I am craving, but I am also feeling good when I eat it. So talk a little bit about kind of reducing the grains in your diet and how you can do that without feeling deprived. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, for, for my, myself, when I did went through it myself and for my clients, you know, it's a big challenge. Uh, just say starting at breakfast, people are used to eating cereal or toast with jelly on it or jam. Um, you know, the, 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 the grains themselves, those, those, those carbs in there are an absolute killer on, on your, on your system. You know, there are no really essential carbohydrates out there at all. So you don't have to live a life with any, any essential carbohydrates. You know, I, our, our clients eat fruit and vegetables, those types of carbs, but not the, uh, not the grains, you know, processed food. We try to get rid of processed food. And I'm sure you've heard before going to the grocery store, you know, try to stay on the outer aisles, so when you go in the inner aisles, that's all the packaged food. And I preach to my clients, 
I, I would like you to eat, and you should be eating foods without ingredients. So things that are just natural, that the ingredient is the item you bought. There's not a list of 27 different ingredients on there. And uh, I mean, in addition to the, the cereals, I mean, the cakes, pies, uh, ice cream, muffins, bagels, that kind of stuff. It, it, it's just changing habits and replacing it with something that is you know, better suited for them. And uh, uh, on the grain side, we just uh, we have a big stay away from grains. I have a big list of things, but uh, not to eat. But I have a big list of things that you can't eat. And uh, no, nobody's pushed back on me like they, they can't do it. They know they have to change. They got to do something different. If they keep doing what they're doing, it's not going to stay the same. It's only going to get even worse as they uh, as as they grow older. Another ten pounds every few years, especially during COVID, when the average person gained in the United States, I think something like twenty five pounds. Just you know, having to stay inside and not getting out and moving, and before you know it, they're sitting watching TV all day and and just munching down food and uh, you know, not not good stuff. Now, do you personally eat dairy, or do you try to avoid dairy as well? Uh, I the only dairy that I eat, I don't drink any milk. I actually drink flax milk. I get that shipped in on uh, Amazon. But uh, I do eat uh, Greek yogurt. I eat that, and I, I mix it with uh, again, again organic blueberries, frozen blueberries. You know, you just pop out some and, and mix it up. And and the, the Greek yogurt is so satiating that you don't you don't get hungry. So it's not. Uh, I remember going to school as a kid. Going back to the cereal, I eat my Wheaties or cornflakes in the morning, and then about you know ten o'clock in the morning, I'd, I'd be falling asleep like most kids. And uh, but this keeps you going, keeps you energized, and you're not hungry until lunchtime. So uh, I, lo- I love eating yogurt. I, sometimes I like cottage cheese too, but I, I really don't drink, uh, I really don't drink any milk. That's so funny that you say that because um, I too eat an ancestral paleo diet. And, but the one thing that I will have is I love cottage cheese mm-hmm. and um, I love like plain Greek yogurt. So those are like two things that I will have. And I try to get them organic. Um, but those are two things that I really, and, and I don't feel bad. Um, I don't really feel bad when I eat those two things either. So I also, not only do I just look at, okay, how do I feel when I finish eating this? I think people forget that of like really listening to their body and going, if I didn't overeat, because that's a key, because it doesn't matter. You could eat kale salad. And if you overate on it, you're still not going to feel good. But if you do not overeat, how did I feel once I finished eating this food? I think is a really powerful question. And I think we don't ask ourselves that enough because it's it's a really big deal. What do you think? Sure, sure, absolutely. And, and actually for me, I mean, I'm not perfect on what I do, my I'm kind of paleo plus diet because I, you know, I do mix some dairy in there and some other things. But you know, the, the every once in a while, and I'll have something with bread or pizza or something like that. Very rare. The next day, I don't feel good. Uh, I, my stomach is. I have a bad sleep that night. My stomach doesn't feel good all day. I mean, my body's telling me, "Hey, what are you? What are you doing to me here?" And uh, so, I, I that's why I really minimize. You know all the, the grains and so forth. But I, the other flip side is I feel so great when I'm eating the things I'm supposed to be eating as a, as a human being, kind of the, 
you know, that really the, uh, I try to eat as close as possible to a, a, a perfect human diet as, as I can. You know, we're human. We slip up every once in a while. But it's like I tell my clients, I said, when I talk to them, they'll say sometimes, oh, I had some cheesecake or I had some ice cream. Da, 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 da. I said, don't beat yourself up. You know, let's back on it next day. Just don't worry about it. And, you know, next time it's up there, just, you know, pass on it. And they're they're very good at doing that. They they, you know, follow follow the formula more or less. I love that because I like what you said about the paleo plus, cause I, I kind of recommend that as well. And the, the only thing I recommend on that, I call it like red light, yellow light and green light foods. So mm-hmm. green light would be, you know, all the paleo foods, yellow light would kind of be that plus, but then the red light stuff, like for me personally, I know if I have any gluten at all, I'm just feel so bad that it's not even worth it. Like I just, you know, I'm like a train wreck. So for me, if I'm, if I'm going to have a piece of bread, I will get like a, either a grain, I'll do like a grain free piece of bread, or I'll do like um, uh, a gluten free everything bagel. That's like from Trader Joe's or something like that, but it still will be gluten free because I'm going to feel at least a little, I'll feel okay. You know what I mean? Like not miserable on the ground, death and dying. Yeah. You know what I recommend to like, I especially get back to my mother-in-law. She likes kind of the crunch of toast, like everybody does. Right. And um, so I, she's been eating, uh, and I eat myself Ezekiel sprout bread. So it's you know there's no flour in it, wheat flour or anything like that. So you still can put it in the toast. You put some I you know curry. I usually put curry butter on it, and you get the you know the taste of toast without without the gluten in it, and that that really works well. Yeah. Well, this has been great, Bill. Tell listeners where they can find you and where they can follow you. Sure, sure. My uh, website is my fifty plus health. That's my fifty plus health five zero fifty plus health. And uh, on there, if you're if you have some interest in speaking to me, there's a, a Calendly link there. What I typically recommend to people who are considering this or thinking about it: offer a twenty minute consultation, tell you how the program works, see if it's something for you. I mean, normally people I talk to, they've been on their Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, Nutrisystem, everything. They lose 20, they gain 30. You know how that works. And, and they never they can't stay on it forever. So this this is this is a, a big change, but it, you're not going to suffer. You're going to eat great foods. You're not going to be hungry. You're going to get more energy. You're going to, as a byproduct, you're going to lose weight and you're going to be metabolically much, much healthier than you ever were in your life. And you're going to be amazed at the energy you have and just being able to, you know, move out and, and go out and, and, and do things with your friends that maybe you couldn't do before. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being with us and you guys stay tuned. We've got another episode. Yes, we've got another episode coming up in just a few. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.